1: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's gonna go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, welcome. Happy Monday. Happy whatever you call today. Hopefully you're enjoying it. To our Canadian friends on the other side of the border, happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you're having a nice Thanksgiving dinner. We appreciate you turning the show on, uh, but whatever you're doing on this Thanksgiving day uh, up in Canada, uh, hopefully you're enjoying it. it. Wow, Joe. And um, to those of you that had the day off here in the good old United States of America, hopefully you're enjoying your day off. For the rest of us, we are here working and happy to be with you on News Radio 930 WBEN. What a weekend it was for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the Mets. I don't want to talk about the Hokies. We'll talk about the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> and um I mean just electric, right? Electric game yesterday. Never a doubt after that first after that first drive. Uh, you know, I mean, you had a doubt on the kickoff, right? The fumbled kickoff, you're like, oh no, what's going on? But then after that, uh, the Bills never looked back. And, um, exciting to see, and it's just, to me, it's exciting to see how into it people are getting. How into the Bills people are getting in Western New York. I mean, this is... There are people, now, I I don't mean to, you know, I don't know, but, you know, I've always, my Sundays, or whenever the Bills are playing, revolved around the Bills, right? I mean, when the Bills were awful, I was mostly at the games. I was going out for the away games, right? No matter what, my Sundays have revolved around the Bills for my entire life, Um. And even when we lived in Hornell, New York, my parents had Bills season tickets, so I get to, you know we, I went to like a game a year, watched all the games at home. I mean, it, it's been, it's always been about the Bills, but it, it is to me exciting to see people into football, into the Bills, right? Knowing when the Bills play, knowing players on the Bills. It is interesting that there are people out there um, who you know. Six or seven years ago, would be posting about the campaign rally they were at uh, during a Bills game, uh, but now they tweet about every Bills play. Uh, but anyway, neither here nor there. It is exciting to see Western New York into the Buffalo Bills, pumped up, psyched up for the Buffalo Bills. You've got uh, Bills flags on houses, on cars. You've got people that have their entire front yard decorated. No, not for Halloween, for the Bills. It's, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. Bills fever is through the roof. And there is no better way to see the Bills fever through the roof here in western New York than what people are willing to pay for tickets. Now, as you know, we did a whole show about me getting my season tickets after not having them for two years. You know, the pandemic, I didn't want to pay for them. And then eh, I I didn't re-up them. Glad I have them back now. Um, But, you know, I don't have the greatest seats in the house. I'm in one of the top corners, about five rows from the top row. But I've always said there's not a bad seat at Highmark Stadium. You know, uh, you can see the plays develop. They're perfect. I love my seats. I pay $45 a game for those seats. I have two seats, so $90 per game is what I pay. 10 games, eight regular season, two preseason equals $900. You can do the math. I sold, so yesterday, so to yesterday's game, I sold both tickets after fees and everything, about $250 each, someone paid for those tickets. Now, after fees and everything, I, I made about a $400 profit, pretty good. So now, two games sold, I have. Not only made my money back on my season tickets, I've made a little bit of a profit. And I don't see myself missing another game except for the Cleveland game, um, where I might still be out of town. But that's how you that's how I can measure just the fandom here in Western New York. It's people are willing to pay for, you know, I mean, these are tickets that, let's be honest, these are tickets in 2014, 2015. You know, by the end of the season, we're going for five or six dollars on StubHub. Someone was just trying to get rid of them. I made, like I said, two fifty per seat for an October game against Pittsburgh. I mean, l- unless it's negative seven again for the playoff games, those tickets are going to be uh, through the roof. I, I mean, I think two fifties through the roof. But it is interesting how weather affects it. I went to a playoff game last year the Patriots game, for $50 a ticket. Yesterday's game sold for $200 more in what I would say are probably worse seats than what I paid for tickets to a playoff game last year. It's just, it's it's incredible. And I am taking in every moment of it. You know, I think it's great. Some people, now, some people will complain Oh, look at all these bandwagon jumpers. And, of course, I can make that argument. I can say, oh, where were you when the Bills were awful? You know, do you, can you name anyone from the 2012 Bills? Okay? But I, 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 I'm, I'm taking a different approach because it's Western New York coming together. I mean, this is Western New York coming together, and there's something we agree on. It's we love the Bills. We agree on that we want to see the Bills win. We agree that that promo CBS played for the Chiefs game was unnecessary. We were having a good day. We were having fun. But how do you measure the Bills fever in Western New York? Is it what the prices of tickets are going for at the stadium? I mean, and uh, Brian and I have done this. The first two games, the first two games, at Highmark Stadium this year, that week, they've been the highest-priced tickets on the secondary market outside of a game being played in London, okay? I mean, that says a lot. And here's the thing. People are willing to buy it. People are willing to pay that. How do I know? Well, those tickets are going. I listed my tickets. They were gone two hours later. Two hours later, on 300-level top-corner for 250 each the tickets went in less than 2 hours that's very telling of what people are willing to pay for tickets and again you couldn't do that in 2014 2015 hell you couldn't do that the year after they made the playoffs for the first time first time in 17 years this has reached such a fever pitch that people are willing to pay Above top dollar in my opinion. But how are you um, measuring this? And what are you seeing? 8030930 oh, star 930. Is it the house flags? Is it the decorations in the yard? The car flags that you see? Some people have one on each window. And what have you done? What would you say is your peak fandom? Are you wearing Bill stuff every day? I'm seeing a lot of that. Are you dressing your car up? Do you have the car flag? Do you have a flag outside your house? How are you measuring this Bills fandom? And, you know, we always hear from the national broadcasters about the away fans. And when the Bills are on the road, you can hear Bills fans. It's always in Miami, right? But that's everywhere this season. I mean, think about the season opener in Los Angeles. I mean, you could hear Bills fans very clearly on the TV, and not just at the end of the game, not just at the end of the game when the Bills had that game in the bag, you could hear him right from the beginning. And another thing I'm noticing, because, you know, I go around delivering, um, another thing I'm noticing for especially the first two games of the season, the Thursday night game and the Monday night game, places are closing for the Bills game. I saw Panera Bread in Buffalo closed at seven o'clock. For the home opener. And they're not not—they're the only example I can think of off the top of my head that I've seen. But I've seen multiple places put signs in their door that they're closing for the Bills game. I've never seen that. Now again, I don't remember much of the early 90s, okay? I'm 34. But I don't remember in recent history local businesses closing for Bills games. I just don't remember that happening. And again, we're talking, uh, I saw one, it was a national chain. But there's other places that are cutting their hours, letting people out of work early to get ready for the game. I don't remember ever seeing that happen. Now, is, was that the case in the 90s? Where places closed in early so employees could be home to watch the game? If so, that's awesome. But this is the first that I've seen something like that happen. And let me ask you. If you don't want to answer this question, it's fine. But what are you willing to pay for a ticket to the game? What are you willing to pay to see the Bills play this season? I mean, again, it's a long season to go. There's a lot of, of, of football to be played. Because I know of a baseball team that was supposed to be continuing for the World Series, and they didn't even make it to the divisional round. So you never know what will happen. But right now, I mean, we're talking about a team that is favored to at least be in the Super Bowl. Is this on your list of you have to go see this team this year? Are you waiting out till the colder games to go see the Bills play? Or are you one of these people that, and I know plenty of them, that just enjoy watching the game on TV more? You don't want to go through the hassle of getting to the stadium, leaving the game. You're fine watching it on TV. You've got friends that come over. You've got your little Sunday setup. But you're not interested in going to the game. Maybe you'll buy yourself a new sweatshirt. Or you'll buy yourself a new flag for the outside of your house. Like I said, I've seen a lot of those. You can drive down any neighborhood in Buffalo. There are multiple houses that have Bill's flags hanging in the front of their house. But like I said, for me... Several things played into this. You know, Sunday morning, driving uh, driving back from Pittsburgh and stopping in Grove City and seeing multiple people in Bill's stuff stopping there to make their drive up to Orchard Park for the game. Not Steelers stuff. Again, I, I thought we would just see the road cluttered with Steelers fans making the drive up. No, no, no. Bill's fans from places in Pennsylvania making the drive up. We were at the Sheets in Grove City, and I saw two Steelers fans and about eight Bills fans walk through in my time there. I was waiting for a breakfast sandwich. I was very hungry. But, I mean, to me, that's, wow. I mean, these people are up and early from different parts of Pennsylvania jumping on 79 to get up to Buffalo to watch this game. And I know what they probably paid for those tickets unless they got season tickets. I mean, it's also interesting to hear people saying, Wow, i got to buy season tickets next year so I can make a profit. Again, something that is completely foreign to me, making a profit off Bill's season tickets. Because for the last 15 years, minus two, I've had season tickets and never made a profit. You know, when I would have to sell a game or get rid of a game because Tech was playing a night and I couldn't get back in time for a Bill's game? That was like a hey, here, I have two tickets to the game, go. That was a giveaway. <laughs> it was never selling the tickets. I, I don't think I until this season, actually. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I never sold tickets until this season. Like I said, if I had to get rid of tickets, it was given to a friend. See if anyone wanted to go. Do you know someone that wants to go? I mean, there were times where I, I can remember seeing going to see the Bills Dolphins, all right, a divisional game. And I couldn't get a second person to go with me. Now, I had a group that I tailgated with, so I, you know, I didn't tailgate by myself. But I would go sit, sit the game, but no one wanted to go with me. And that wasn't that long ago. That I would literally go to games by myself because I couldn't give away, not sell, I couldn't give away the second seat. And now look where we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be a fool. I could probably make money off selling a single ticket. I'd be a fool to go in without having filled that ticket. It's just so interesting how quickly it is. And again, I love it. I could I used to be the, hey, look at you jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, how about me, the real fan? But you know what? I just love that there's something we can come together and cheer together and not, you know, not make it into this divisive thing. I love it. I want more of it. I hope the Sabres are surprisingly good this year so we can have more of this uniting Western New York instead of bickering about everything. Instead of fighting about everything, it's nice to have something that we come together. It's nice to watch a Bills game and not have someone throw some political nonsense out there. It's nice. There's no political stuff going on on the screen. There's no political stuff going on while watching the game. We're watching the Bills. It's nice. It's refreshing. I want more of this get away from politics. But it's great. It's great having everyone watching this team. You know, it's nice. I live on Main Street. It's nice during the Bills game. Main Street is quiet. (laughs) It's the quietest it ever is. During a Bills game on Sunday. That's unreal. It's, it, 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 it's I'm enjoying it. You know, I can find a lot of things to complain about. I am enjoying this. I want to know about you. What do you think about Bills fever in Buffalo? And how are you measuring that Bills fever? For me, the fact that I was able to sell two tickets for $250 each in the top corner of the 300 level. What about you? 803-0930, star 930. Also, have you put the flag out, f- out front of your house? Have you put decorations in your yard? Maybe you've always done that. And, hey, you're just, hey, it's always been this way. Or, hey, the bills are good. I'm going to show my, my support. I'm throwing something out in front of the house. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. star 930 is the number to get on to talk about the bills fever. Also, when we come back, I promised Friday we would talk about DNA test kits and things you've learned. We will get into that in the 4 o'clock hour. That's not, I did not forget that promise. I'm not breaking that promise. We will get into that in the four o'clock hour to talk about what you discovered from DNA test kits. I I mentioned it in passing on Friday and the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board blew up with text. So that's definitely something we'll get to. I'm not going to forget about that. Also, when we come back, I don't know if this has happened to you. And again, if I'm being heartless, if if I'm being uh, insensitive, someone needs to call and tell me. But there is something. When you are talking to someone And they are ignoring you. There is a phrase that I hate to hear. You can continue ignoring me except for saying this certain phrase, and I will get to it when we come back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We
0: really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
1: Welcome back. It is Monday, a holiday for some, for the rest of us. We're working. Thanksgiving for our friends up in Canada. Happy Thanksgiving. What's on the table? Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully you are spending time with friends, family, and enjoying the holiday. You know, here, a lot of people say Thanksgiving is the proper time to start Christmas music. I wonder if in Canada, Canadian Thanksgiving is the proper time to start Christmas music. Because I'd agree with that. I think we should start right now. Actually, Josh, next bump, let's make sure it's a Christmas song. That'll get a lot of people excited. Uh, 803-0930, Star 930, asking you about the Bills fever and uh, what you're seeing around town. We'll continue taking those calls, but I'm going to say something now. And yeah, I know this was really difficult to ask for in 2022, but... Please, I don't want anyone to get offended. That's not why I'm saying this. This isn't for, this is, I, I honestly want a reaction. I honestly want your thoughts on what I'm about to say. So this isn't to be offensive. No one get offended, okay? Again, I know that's a, a big task in 2022. But there is an expression that I think is poorly used, okay? And it's something that I've used. I, I'm guilty of it. But for lately, if I hear this expression, it just really upsets me. Now, I understand. people. People have a lot going on, right? We've all gone through times where we've been struck with tragedy. We've all gone through times where, you know, life is just throwing a lot at us. I get it. I understand. But you know what I do when life is throwing a lot at me? I take myself out of social situations, right? Now, that's a little difficult for me to do as a radio show host, but... Okay, I've got a lot on my mind. Guess what? For four hours, I'm clearing my mind. We'll go back to thinking about that at six o'clock, right? That's, Josh has seen me do that. Got a lot on my mind. All right, I've got it for four hours. I'm focused on this. And I think a lot of you probably do that with your job, right? You've got, you know, something going on, but hey, I got to work, focus, and then, you know, we'll get back. But if I'm starting to talk to someone, and, and, and there is nothing, and I'm guilty of it. I think I was guilty of it last commercial break, and I caught myself, but I've been guilty of it. Josh, we've all been guilty of it, uh, of of kind of just half listening to somebody, and then we get caught just half listening to somebody, and we say something that makes no sense. Hey, again, I get it. But the expression, I'm sorry, I've got a lot on my mind. I'm sorry, that's not a good excuse. I don't want to hear, I'm sorry, I've got a lot on my mind. You know, Maybe you didn't get back to an email Okay, I'm sorry I've got, a lot, I've, I've got a lot going on That's acceptable But if you've entered into this conversation with me And we are now in this social setting And we are having a back and forth conversation And then I've just spent 10 minutes Talking about whatever The last thing I want to hear When I say, did you get that? Everything okay? And then, you know, oh I'm sorry I've got a lot on my mind you could have told me that before we started talking. You know, I think what's it's what's appropriate. And tell me if I'm wrong. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. I think what's appropriate would be before even starting the conversation. Hey Joe, listen. Uh, can we have this conversation another time? Can you just like send me the importance in an email? I've got a lot on my mind right now, and I'm probably not going to pay attention to what you're saying. Okay, that's fine. I completely understand. Thank you for being honest in not making me waste ten minutes of my time. I mean, am, am I am I crazy for this? Am I am I out am I out of line? Am I being quote heartless? I just I I'm, I'm sorry. If you're going to let me go on and talk, and this goes for anything, right? If you're going to let me go on and talk, you've committed to this conversation. I, I, I'm sorry. I get I get so frustrated, aggravated, whatever the word is you want to use, when the answer for not listening to what I just said. And it could be something very important. It could be, Josh, something's happening at 250. If Josh said at 251, we didn't hit what I would, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, I've got a lot on my mind. That's not, that's not a really good excuse. <laughs> you know, hey, Josh, if you don't do this, so they're, they're going to take our FCC license away. Oh, I'm sorry, what would you say? I've got a lot on my mind. Like, that's just, that's just not appropriate. I, 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 I'm... I'm sorry, I, I, am I way out of line? I want to know 8030930 star nine thirty. What do you think of that? I, I, am I wrong? Am I looking too into this? I just I have found lately I get I get frustrated when people don't listen. And maybe that's more of an on me thing. Because when I talk, I want people to listen as someone probably just turned the radio off. No, but when I talk, I want people to listen. I mean, that doesn't, isn't that why anyone talks? Like, if you're having a conversation at the dinner table, aren't you hoping that people are listening to you? Isn't that why you started talking? And again, if people at the dinner table didn't want to hear this, I'm, I'm very honest. If someone starts telling a story that I don't want to hear, I'm going to say, hey, I've got no interest in the story. Because why am I going to make you waste your time? Why am I going to make you waste your breath on a story that is not entertaining to me. But I don't like the expression, I'm sorry, I've got a lot on my mind. Again, that, that excuse is before you let me start talking. And another thing I don't like is if you tell a story, you're trying to just be entertaining, right? Now, I, I understand. I probably will tell a joke and it's not funny. I, I have bombed on jokes before. We all have. But when you get nothing in return... You know what I mean? You're telling someone something, and you just get nothing. You get a blank stare. I, I, these are things that aggravate me, and maybe it's—I I can't imagine it's just me. I have to imagine there are other people out there that get aggravated when some when you when you put time into a story. Now, again, if I'm you know during the break I go into the control room. Sorry, Josh. I keep using you as an example, but you are the the only one on the other side of the glass. If I walk in there and start talking about. Virginia Tech's awesome third quarter in, in Pittsburgh. I can understand why Josh would probably just ignore me talking, and that's fine. But if it's a conversation, if it's something important, or again, it's something that you committed to by saying, oh yeah, what was that you were telling me? The, the last thing I want to hear is, I'm sorry I've got a lot on my mind. I, I just, that's that's that ship has sailed. Don't start this conversation with me. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. So I want to ask because that is an expression that, again, it aggravates me, and, and, and I just don't think it's a good excuse. Again, I understand we all have times where life throws a lot at us and we are stressed, and the last thing we want to do after work is talk. Believe me, I get it. I get it, and I've actually been honest. I, I've, I've been uh, honest with my wife. I'll come home right, and she'll be talking about something. And I could say. Hey, you know what? I've had a really busy day. It's not that I don't want to talk to you. I'm just not sure how much I'm going to pay attention to this. At least you gave a warning before, like, if she was telling me a story and then I just turned to her and say, what did you say? I have a lot on my mind. I can't imagine she'd be, oh, okay, that's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But again, we all have times where life throws a lot at us when we're stressed out. We've all had times where tragedy has hit us. yes. And, and, and you know what most of us do most of us will unplug for a while and try to you know try to try to get back to a good place that's happened to all of us and that's fine. I just don't like when again in a social situation after someone has told their story after someone has started this conversation, I don't know again, maybe I I'm out of line. Maybe I am being insensitive. Maybe I'm being heartless. All words have been called before. But I want to know from you. 8030930, what are things people say in conversations that annoy you? I can't imagine that anyone in this audience appreciates it when they're telling someone about, I don't know, their day, their their trip, uh what they had for dinner. Well, you know, don't start a conversation with me about what you had for dinner. But still, does, no one likes when they can tell the other person's not listening. No one likes that. No one likes when you, you finish what you're saying and the person is just staring a million miles away. No one likes that. But why can't we be honest? And I am just as guilty. I am just as guilty. But why can't we be honest before the person starts talking and just say, you know what? I'd love to have this conversation with you. Right now is not the time. I am not 100% committed to what you are saying. I mean, does this go back to just our lack of social skills? That I feel we are losing some social skills in this country. Is this just another example of that? Are we too afraid to tell the person? I'd be much more comfortable telling the person before they wasted their time telling me the story than after. Or maybe more, more of you are better actors than me. I'm not a good actor. Believe me. Fifth grade, we did a play. We did Wizard of Oz. Guess what Joe Beamer did? Moved the mouth for, for the Wizard of Oz. I had no talking parts, I had no on-stage performances. I moved the mouth for The Wizard of Oz. That's the acting part. That's that's if you went to my IMDb and they threw in fifth grade musicals. That's all I have. Moving the mouth of The Wizard of Oz. I'm not a good actor. And I know if I'm not if I'm not into what you were saying, you're going to be able to tell. And guess what? Most of you are horrendous actors. I'm sorry, most of you, are, I can tell when you're not paying attention. And guess what? People in your lives can tell when you're not paying attention. But then again, I am 100% okay with someone telling me that either I'm overreacting or that thought is out of line. I am 100% okay. I'm 100% expecting someone to either text or call in to tell me what my line of thinking getting annoyed getting aggravated by that expression is wrong and I'm fine with that I'm fine I will accept that but I un- I do I also know that there are people out there that get annoyed during conversations just by what people say. And again, I'm not, I don't mean the content of the conversation. I just mean the, the half, you know, what answer the blank stare. I mean, there's nothing worse. I'm sorry, nothing worse than when you have told a story or you have said something that ends in a question like, yeah, so that's what I did. Um, what, how did that work out for you? And the person's either buried in their phone or staring at the person behind you or the screen behind you. And again, for me, it just takes, it just takes being honest. Just be honest up front. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not 100% into this conversation right now. Is, 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 that, is it that bad? Is that impossible? Is that too uncomfortable? Is it too uncomfortable to tell somebody that you're not committed to their conversation? Is that what it is? Are we just too uncomfortable to say that? I don't know. But I, I had to get that out. I had to get that out and ask you guys. And again, if you have a comment on that, 803-0930, star 930, the Volkswagen of Orchard, Bar- uh, of Orchard Park text board is open, Eight zero 930 I'm just... That's my reaction to it, and I was expecting someone to tell me I was out of line. No one has yet, so maybe I'm maybe I'm I'm onto something here. Who knows? But eight hundred three hundred nine thirty will get you on uh, for that. Another thing that I wanted to get to before we get to the uh, the DNA test kits, um, <laughs> and that. Is what we're going to do later in the show. Someone said uh, society is getting more distant with one another. No one wants to hear another's pain unless you've got something they need. A lot of folks are way too into their own world, and I think that is uh, that is right on. Actually, they went on to say more. I, I read it from the beginning. You are spot on regarding someone's attitude. It's more common. It's more than common now to hear, huh? What's that? I got a lot on my mind. It's a sign of our times. Society is getting more distant with one another. Th- this texture is right on. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly right. Because that's just someone's go-to excuse. Hey, why uh, uh huh, what? I've got a lot on my mind. Do you? Or are you just buried in your phone or we j- I don't know. Like I said, and I'll, 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 I'll jump off it after this. Like I said, I like to be 100% into the conversation. If someone's talking to me, I like to be hearing what they're saying. If I can't commit, I will let them know. And I won't be mean about it. I'll just say, hey, I, I can't do this right now. You know, I'm doing this. I'm prepping. I, I, that's fine. I just believe, and I'm going to say this one more time, and I, I'm sorry that I repeated myself, but I'm going to say it one more time. I think it's so much better to tell the person before they start talking than wait for them to spill out their life story just to hear, I've got a lot on my mind. Uh, Again, is it because you're too uncomfortable to say something before they start talking? I don't know. 803-0930, start 930, gets you on if you want to uh, talk about that. In the next hour, again, DNA test kits we will talk about. Just like promised on Friday in the 4 o'clock hour because I'm interested in what you discovered in these DNA test kits. But I want to go back to something David talked about during his show. And I don't want to talk about the the, the the exact topic because I don't want to steal David's topics. And he did a great job with it. And it was must listen to radio. If you missed any of David Bellavia's show, go back and listen to it on the Odyssey app or at WBEN.com. Because as usual, it was... Out of the park. It was a home run. But this idea, and he was talking about the vaccines, the vaccinations, and this idea of just not hearing an opposing viewpoint. You know, he mentioned, it, it, it's, you know, you've got people that will, it, it, they're all in. Hey, if you say anything anti the vaccine, I'm going to ban you on Twitter. It, it, all in. It, and not to, it, it goes the other way as well. But this idea that we cannot Listen to opposing viewpoints, and to David's point, did any did anyone call in anyone any doctor call in to support their their point of view? Anyone call in and 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 comment on the people who called in with reactions to the vaccine? No, of course not. But we are in a place that we you can't even listen to an opposing view. You know, I I point this out all the time, and again, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I I listen to, I listen to my political view way more than I look at something else. But, you know, there are times where I do turn off Fox News, and I'll turn on CNN. I'll turn on MSNBC. I could say I'll turn on CNBC, but that's just for Shark Tank. You know, I mean, I've watched the new Cuomo show twice on News Nation. Again, these are. Uh, Chris Cuomo and I do not politically agree with each other. But I watch the show. I watch Anderson Cooper sometimes to see what he's talking about. Why? I am interested in knowing what the opposing viewpoint is. And I can listen to the opposing viewpoint without getting red in the face and yelling at my TV. But it seems that we have a portion of this country on the left and on the right that cannot listen to an opposing viewpoint without screaming at their radio, without going on a, a, a Twitter rant. I saw someone last week tweet within minutes of each other, tweet multiple times about Ron DeSantis and the Bootsy War in Florida. Like, I'm sorry. If you've gotten to that point where your political dislike for someone has gotten to the point where you can't stop tweeting, that we are getting five tweets within 10 minutes of each other, Like, you're part of the problem. I I just, I don't understand why we can't listen to people who disagree with us. You know, yesterday we aired the interview with Mark Poloncars. Do you think I, I agree with the county executive? No, but I was able to conduct the interview. If I, if I wasn't able to listen to an opposing viewpoint, I couldn't host Hardline. I would have gotten kicked off after the first show. You know what I mean? I, uh, why can't we get to a point? You know, and, and to David's point earlier, you know, I have family members. If I voice anything, you know, I'll talk about, hey, you know, I got COVID in May. And I know someone who had the booster shot that got COVID in May and got sicker than me. If I say that, oh, my gosh. Um, I I might as well just say I'm sorry. I've got a lot on my mind. I I mean seriously, because you would have thought, you you would have thought I I I said the most foul thing, because I said a fact. Yes, someone I know got the booster shot, and got COVID a week after me and was sicker. I say that to certain members of my extended family, and again, it's like I said, the most foul thing. Well, I'm just I'm just telling you what I'm observing. And then giving you my opinion off my observations. And you're gonna react like that. But yet if I act react to what you say, you know, I'm the I'm the I'm the one that needs to get banned. <laughs> I just I just don't get it. I just don't understand why we can't be calm. You know, the forum David did today, David always he's calm. Call. If you disagree with me, call. Tell me why you disagree with me. I think we need more of that. I think David was right on. We need more of, you know, and I don't know how you can listen to the, some of those calls and then get mad at the callers. The callers were just saying what they had observed in their own lives, in their own families. Yet you'll have people on on, on Twitter say, saying how foul it was for us to say, for, for, for those callers to call in. Well, wait a minute. If you feel so strongly, why didn't you call in and give your point of view? Phone lines were open. I just never understand that. Not only not being able to hear an opposing viewpoint, but hey, if you feel so strong about your viewpoint, why don't you call in and give it? We'll be back after this. It's Beamer in for Bowerly.